1: Audiences first met Danny Gokey as one of the top three contestants on American Idol in 2008. This three-time Grammy-nominated multi-award winner sings songs of hope reaching millions of people around the world Danny, thanks for coming to Takeaways.
0: Hey, Kirk, thanks for having me. It's so, it's so cool we bumped into each other at the airport just the other day. <laughs> I, know, I know. As I saw you. I was like, hey. And I called you Pastor Kirk. Pastor, pastor Kirk. Pastor Kirk. I was like in the flesh. And, and no, wait you, a minute, I'm not a pastor. I don't think you You just turned around. I don't think you obviously knew who I was because you just turned around and said, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were hauling some equipment.
1: Yeah, I was. I'm, I, I pull lots of stuff around. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, man, I, 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 I'm so excited to be talking with you and to talk with you about one of my favorite subjects, which is hope. I think people need hope like they need air. We, we suffocate without it. And uh, I wanna hear all about your background. I wanna talk about your music, the wives, yeah. your family uh, and, and, and everything. But um, you have such a hopeful theme throughout all of your music. Was that intentional? What, what made you
0: decide to infuse your entertainment with hope? I think for me, it's just because I've had to walk. Th- when you walk through difficult times uh, and hope is like a lifesaver to you, it just tends to naturally bubble up out of you. You know what's in us comes out of us, and mm. for me, it was that I've seen God move in my life. I've seen God uh, help me pull through, you know, significant losses and through, you know, different, you know, seasons of anxiety and depression. And everything that brought me out was always hope. And I think when people lose hope, when they lose hope, they lose their reason to live. And I think people make bad decisions. Mm when they feel like there is no hope. Think about it, if you felt completely hopeless in this moment, it's a chore to live and it's almost unbearable to live. So when we're, if we're we're in that area, I mean, we've seen how many people just feel like they can't go no more and they've taken their lives. You hear about, you know, suicide being such a, it's just rising up in our country and the nations of the world. That's because of hopelessness. Hope makes you want to live, hopelessness makes you want to die. I mean, is it that simple? Yeah, yeah. The the human spirit is capable of overcoming a lot. If there's a glimmer of hope, they're able to get through it. For those who haven't heard the story, what what was your faith journey like? Uh, You know, parents raised us in church. Grandfather was a pastor, but but gave my life to Jesus at a young age. But because what does the scripture say? Like no one can come to the father unless he draws us. He drew me and to him, thank God. I'm not saying he doesn't draw other people. But I think when he draws us, there is a, we have to make a decision. And I'm glad I, I said yes in that moment. Mm. And uh, I, I've been following God since I was a young child, and it has been a great ride. It's had its ups and downs. I think one of the greatest things that has helped me to keep following God is by understanding the scriptures. Mm. If you understand the character of God and you're not blindly just, because, let's just be honest, the scriptures say some very difficult things for us to understand. And if you interpret the scriptures through your flesh, which most people do think of the rich young ruler, when Jesus, when he asked, what should I do to have eternal life? Jesus makes this statement to him. He missed Jesus and walked away because he misunderstood him. Jesus said, so all you have given the poor and follow me. But he didn't realize that Jesus was gonna give him the entire kingdom at his disposal and eternal life and so he missed jesus and so i think a lot of people now they'll follow especially in this culture they'll follow jesus up to a certain mm. point and then when the culture is screaming against the laws and commands of god people are like what do i believe what do i believe and um and they open their bibles that this this god seems mean and they they start deconstructing and walking away but what i've learned when you don't understand god still stay on god's side and try to stick with him to the end. I think about when Jesus, yeah. <laughs> think about this, when Jesus says, I'll, he said this in John in John, six fifty four. unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you don't have eternal life. Can you imagine what people thought? Are you yeah. kidding me? He wants us to cannibalize him? He wasn't saying that. Hmm. But because Jesus was speaking words, which he said, I speak words that are life, the flesh profits nothing, the disciples stuck with him. And when they got to the upper room, they probably were like, and Jesus lift up the bread and blood, and said, eat this and drink this, they probably like, oh good, I'm glad I stuck with him because yeah. everyone walked away. Yeah. But I'm saying that's the scriptures as a whole. When you don't mm. understand it, stick with him, get to know him, and you'll understand that everything he does is good for you. That's what's been the longevity in my relationship with the Lord.
1: That's awesome. That's so good. That's so good for people to hear that. Um, your kids, my kids, and um, and to stick with God, not only when you have Questions about stuff like eat my flesh and drink my blood, but when difficult things happen in your life, like you said, and you've shared publicly your yeah. your your journey yep. uh, and your first wife Sophia and her battle uh, with she
0: had she had a heart condition with a and with she a ended heart up condition passing away,
1: and what was hope? What was what did hope look like for you during that season? Oh man, through those battles and struggles.
0: I, I wish I could say it was a piece of cake, but it wasn't. It was a desperate. It was like Peter. When Jesus, going back to that story, cause this is so, I've been, mm. I'm just in this story right now Jesus saying, he, he looked at the disciples and said, are you going to leave too? I, it was I was kind of like a moment, like God, I prayed for her healing. I prayed for her deliverance uh, and whatever it was I was praying for and she passes away. And it was, I was, I had, I was stuck with the question. Am I going to stick with him though? You know, do I still trust him even when I don't understand? Yeah. And like, you know, and like Peter said, you have the words of eternal life. That was the key, like God, I have nowhere else to go but you.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm
0: going to stick with you. And I'm glad I did that because although I didn't understand, I had my moments of depression, my moments of mourning, my moments of not understanding, uh, staying with God and following him, not staying stuck, following him and just, all right, I trust you. It really, he really undid all the knots, all the questions, everything. It was like, cause I was all knotted up on the inside from yeah. that experience. Yeah. And just following him and, and staying in that vein of God helped me through this and him helping me through it, it, He used it for His glory. I just didn't come out, like, barely making it. I came out, like, getting a new revelation of God, understanding His goodness in a new way. I I was better because I went through it than had I never went through it at all. And I don't mean to diminish, I don't mean to diminish the situation because it's a sad story. But I'm saying because God worked, uh, you know, when you give God space and you make room for Him to work through you, you'll see how He does work everything together for your good. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But that's a process. That's time. That's a process. I couldn't see it all in the moment.
1: And that takes that takes faith and that takes maturity. That that takes that's all the difficult stuff that makes you
0: grow. Yeah. Man. But he's divine. We're the branches. All we have to do. He's not expecting us to white knuckle our way through our hopeless situations, right? Hey. No. If God says something. That is the power to actually do His word is the power to actually do it. Yeah, amen. The, the more, I'm listen, we're always yielding to something. You're going to yield to your opinions, to your flesh, to your understanding, or in the moment, you're going to yield to the truth that sets free. You're going to yield to the scriptures that say he does work it out. And you're going to yield to say that he's a good father. What are you going to yield to? Because you'll become like what you yield to. Mm. You'll yield yourself and you yeah. will live a lie if you yield to lies. But if, because... Lives and truth are transforming. Which one are you taking in, right? Yeah. Truth has the power to transform, and it'll transform your mind. It'll transform the the, the negative feelings, because when we're going through hopeless situations, what are we doing? We're, we're All these feelings that we feel a certain way begin to surface, and a lot of times they're toxic, and they'll pull us away from what's right and what's true. Yeah. And so when you dig into the truth, you don't yield to the feelings. The truth Mm. will give you what you're supposed to feel and will give you what you're supposed to think. And the thing is, truth sets free. So it transforms you into a free person. You also
1: said that Sophia was really the reason why you tried out for American
0: Idol. Tell us that story. Okay, so I was working for a church, and I was driving a... The church couldn't pay me enough, right? They were doing their best, but it was two locations. So I was working 40 hours a week for the church, driving between them both, and then I took a semi-truck driving job uh, during the day so that I could pay the rest of the bills. Well, I started watching, she started watching American Idol. We started recording it. I come home late at night after the church services, cause there was several uh, services we did a week. And I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm trying out for American Idol. And I did, but she passed away a month before. But God was writing the story. All I can say is he was writing the story because mm. that was the last year I could try out too. So it was like, it's not like I could just take some time off. Yeah. But she inspired me. And she, wanted, me. You,
1: she yeah. wanted you to try out.
0: Oh, when I told her I was trying out, she started texting some of her friends in church saying, hey, Danny's gonna try out, and when he makes it, I'll get you some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll get you tickets to the show and all those different things. Yeah. And she went home to be with Jesus a month before my first audition.
1: Man, and so how, how did that whole process of actually going on American Idol after your wife's passing. Did, did that whole experience impact you in a way that that helped the healing process?
0: It did. And you would think that it wouldn't, right? Because you would think it's too soon, it's too early. Why would you do that? Are you not honoring the memory? All those different- I wish things. she could have been oh, here to see yeah. my success. But it gave me a perspective. When you go through really difficult times, your perspective, if you hyper-focus on what's not working, your focus will go like this. And all you can think of is how hurting, depressed, sad you are. But when God puts a dream in there, it was like almost like when I flew to Hollywood and I made it through these rounds, my perspective just got so much bigger. I just felt like I had a new reason to keep moving forward. And the energy and I guess the big thing that was in my mind was like, what if God can use my story to help other people's story? Purpose, right? What will get us through the situation is knowing the purpose that mm. God has for us. And I felt like that's what I found because He does have a purpose for everything. And I found my purpose and that was so meaningful to me.
1: But Danny, you were you were praying, you were on your knees, yeah. you were begging God, hoping that He would heal your wife. And then when you went through that,
0: how did that not void your hope in God? Because our limited understanding, here's one thing I have learned. We have such limited understanding. This is why, when you don't understand them, stand something, always stay on God's side. Because when you, like the disciples sticking with him when he, they didn't understand it, when you get to the end of that road, you're like, oh my gosh, I see it all. And, and, and not only that, but you have a deeper trust, a deeper love and a deeper understanding and a deeper friendship mm, with God. Yeah. You know, the hard times can really refine you and in, in deepen in a relationship. So yeah, dude, I'd be a fool to walk away from the Lord.
1: As the story continues, uh, God has, has shown you His provision, and uh, you're married to your beautiful wife, and you have your four kids, yeah. and uh, goodness is just overflowing to the Goki family. I'll say this.
0: When my wife was pregnant with our fourth child, this will t- tie the whole story together. Yeah, The Lord began to speak to us while she was six months pregnant to name this, our fourth child, Emmanuel. And I love that name. I was like, oh, cool, Emmanuel. Okay, Lord. You know, God speaks to his children. And I, I know we heard him say that. And Emmanuel means God with us. Little did I know that Emmanuel would come on my first wife's birthday. Wow. And I remember holding Emmanuel, couldn't believe. And, and when I held God with me, Emmanuel, I was like, God with me when I was depressed. <laughs> God with me when I was actually kind of mad at God. God with me when I was just drowning in questions of what happened. It was something so beautiful. I didn't know that God would do that 11 years later after she passed, right? Mm. But, but it's it's another puzzle piece that just reinforces it was all worth it. I think somebody's enough like it, it's worth it to follow yeah. him. It's the disciples. Now, you know, they went through, they went through the whole, the three years following Jesus. But when it came to the day of Pentecost and each one of them losing their lives for the kingdom, except John, you know, each one of them, I know they said it was worth it. Because you don't give your life for something, you don't lay your life down for something that you don't believe in. I'm just saying there's right. a process to become unstoppable. There's a process to have faith that's unshakable. And that process ain't gonna be easy, but it's gonna be worth it. That's right. Danny, we're, we're talking about hope. The, the The world needs hope. How have you
1: found that to be true as you've talked to people traveling around the world sharing, uh, sharing your music?
0: I get people who come to me who share some of the most devastating stories. Hmm. And when you hear someone say, your story gave me the permission and the ability to let go and move forward again. Your song has been One of my effort. songs done yeah. was one of the testimonies I hear from people is I've heard many people say, I was gonna take my life no. and your song came on. Wow. I don't know how it came. I had a guy tell me ready wow. to take his life, the radio station changed and came onto one of my songs. And then he said, I don't know how it happened, or he had a radio off and it turned on. Mm. It was one of my songs. It's just something so beautiful like that. At just the right time, just the right word. It is, but word fitly spoken. Yeah. The Bible talks about, it's like an yeah. old scripture. It's like uh, fixtures it's like, of, like, like, of like apples. Apples in,
1: of gold and settings of silver. Settings or of like that.
0: silver. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds so <laughs> it sounds poetic also, and good. <laughs> and it's
1: true. <laughs> it's true. It's like, it's it's just the thing you need at just the right time.
0: Yes. And you know what I think of? The Bible says, you know, it talks about, what's that one verse? Maybe you can quote this for me, where, you know, a, a, a spirit that's living can sustain a sick body, but who can su- sustain a, a broken spirit? Yeah. Meaning yeah. your spirit can be so broken. Your, your, the strength of your spirit can get you through any sickness, anything, but if your spirit's broken, yeah, you, your sickness toast. will take you out. Now, hope also
1: requires some vulnerability. You have to actually open yourself up to the possibility that things could get better, but if they don't, because you don't have some guaranteed assurance, you, you could be heartbroken again. So what would you say to somebody who says, man, I have to just pull myself up by the by my bootstraps. No one's gonna help me out. My life's been filled with disappointments. Uh, I'm afraid to hope, Danny.
0: I remember reading this when I read a Christian neuroscientist begin to explain this. The way you think actually affects down to your DNA mm. and they started your telomeres and it shows them afraid, but when you think positive, yeah. um, it actually shows a very healthy, I don't know all the words I'm using, but if you go read on... No, you, you we'll go right back to Proverbs. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Yeah, and right? that's exactly... Like, it, so is he. So if you've yielded to so much hopelessness, of course there'd be a pensiveness to want to move forward with hope because you don't want to be disappointed right, again. Right. But that's because you've yielded to so much hopelessness. It's just time to flip the script. Yeah. And, and here's yeah. the last thing. Lean not on your own understanding. Right. There so it's go. time to get out your own mind because you're not your Savior. You're just not your Savior. God saves to the utmost. You have yes. the hope. Take it one day at a time. Maybe the hope looks a little different than you thought it should be. Like, So I could stay stuck in my situation and think, no, I will only have hope if my first wife lived. You, you got you, you to get out your own understanding because if you're going to be that stubborn, you're going to destroy your life. Yeah. And, and one of the things that God told me to do when I lost Sophia was, it felt so mean because I was so desperate to hear the Lord because I was struggling so hard. I got you, I said, God, you got to speak to me so I can get out of this. I heard the Lord, not through audible voice, but I heard in my spirit, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I'm God. And I remember looking it up in the Hebrew, it meant let go. One, of, It had several meanings, but it said stop striving, stop fighting with God, let go. And here's the last one, cause yourself to let go. I think some people who are in hopelessness, it's time to make yourself let go because mm. Everything that you've become today is your decision. It, it, well, what do you mean my decision? What People did this to me. Yes, but you have a decision to make. Even in the worst circumstances, think of Viktor Frankl. And he said, the one thing that they can never take away from me is my decision to have a good attitude, no matter what happens to me. Even while he lost his wife in the Holocaust, he lost his whole family in the Holocaust, he said, I will not let them take my attitude, my joy, my reason for living away. And he self-studied himself for the three years in the concentration camp, and he began to write books, and he began to help people say, don't be a prisoner to your own thoughts. Your thoughts are—you can be a prisoner to it by making a decision, by yielding to the wrong thoughts. Yeah. Because— Here's the thing: Your thoughts transform you. Neuroscience has proven it'll transform you. That and you will be your own downfall the whole time, yeah. thinking that that situation was your downfall. I'm preaching to myself yeah. right now. People hope
1: in all sorts of things. People hope in luck. They hope in fate. <laughs> yeah. They they hope that they're going to get rich and that all the problems are going to go away. They they hope in you know good health and all all these things. How? What's the best way, as artists, that that whether it's through storytelling or music, movies, that we can show people that Jesus isn't just one of, of, of a lot of good options on hope, but that he is the hope. He is the blessed hope. He is the way to
0: victory. There's laws and principles in the Bible that guarantee the success of our future. Mm. That guarantee, I'm guarantee. Are you talking about guarantee? I'm talking about guarantee, did you hear? Read my lips. <laughs> But you think about that, like that's the owner's, our manufacturer was God. People are malfunctioning because they got away from the manufacturer. Mm. Like I know when I operate my phone, I'm operating probably on 10% of its capability. Yeah. So you got to get in the word. You got to find the promises. You got to find the guarantees, but, but, but don't be like the world. Don't think that, like you said, I hope I win the lottery. That's not God's way. I'm sorry. No. It'd be great if you did, but it might destroy your life yeah. because God's way is like, what did he say with Israel when they went into the promised land? It was, I'm going to misquote it, but I hear one of my favorite teachers saying, it's like, bit by bit, I will give you the promised yeah. land.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that instruction manual. I'm the, I, I'm an instructions guy. Give me the Are manual. you really? Yeah. I put I put all the kids' toys together. Give me the instruction manual. Stuff's oh. broken. Sit down and read the instruction manual. Some people, it. they don't do that, right? They throw, they throw it out and they just yeah. try to figure it out. But sometimes there's a, there's you get the upgrades on your phone and, and and if things aren't working, my kids tell me all the time, Dad, did you upgrade your phone? I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, that's why you got to upgrade your phone. Thinking, there is an upgrade when it comes to hope that is life-changing. When we, when we come to Christ and he actually makes us a new creation, when we turn to him in repentance and faith and gives us an entirely new operating system that comes with hope, it comes with joy, it comes with eternal life. It comes with relationship with God. It comes with a new capacity to love other people. Wow. Like, love we have that. to do that. But it's an but I wouldn't know that if someone didn't point out the instruction manual and that's what you're saying the word of God is. We got to get into it.
0: But and, I love that. When you accept Jesus, you get, you first get upgraded.
1: Big t- and a whole new operating system. I mean, system. And a <laughs> whole I'm not new, I mean, off the flesh on.
0: anymore. I'm, I'm operating off of the spirit and grace. Love that. Yes. And that's what the Bible's for because the Bible now tells you how your system operates. That's right. Which I love because the thing is, it's not, Of works, lest any man can boast. This is a new nature. And this is what, one of my favorite scriptures is. this, when Paul says, this is the revelation that was hidden from the ages, Christ in me, Mm. the hope of glory. When Christ is in you, now it's the hope of being a better father, the hope of overcoming the addiction, the hope of loving the unlovable, the hope of forgiving the unforgivable. And guess why it is? Because I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, not I, good God Almighty, but Christ. Listen, we're having church right now. Let's Hallelujah. <laughs> Christ lives in me. That's right.
1: It's so great. I want everyone to come to know the Lord. And, you know, it's, it can be tiring arguing with people, especially smart, <laughs> intelligent people that have all these arguments, but they're only hurting themselves by, like you say, yielding to their doubt or yielding to... Um, and trusting and hoping in their own intelligence or or whatever else that it is. And if they would just experience the transforming nature of of the Spirit of God, they'd be filled with hope, joy, peace, love. Man, it's awesome. One last question for you. Danny, you encourage so many other people. You're encouraging me right now. How do you keep your own courage tank filled?
0: You know, last night, I don't know what it was. Yesterday, I just had a bad night's sleep and sometimes that'll put me on just, Oh, like for some reason, like because, you know, at night when you sleep, your brain processes things and yeah. piles things away. Oh, man,
1: it wakes me up sometimes times a night.
0: <laughs> Doesn't <really> it's over-processing <laughs> things. For me, but it's very helpful to get a good night's sleep and be in the right balance. But last night I went to bed and I just felt out of balance. But I went back to the scriptures. That's yeah. where I went back. And I said, and I just started reading David's complaints and I related with it. And this is me. Yeah. I let out a few tears. I don't know why. I just, and I woke up, just felt the refresh this morning, but just sometimes you can get out of balance. Yeah. But I went back to the word. To the word. And the word reminds me, it shapes, it reshapes me. Yeah. I think that's the whole point. Your feelings can shape you and get you way out of whack. Or you, while you're feeling what you feel, you get in the word and say, Ah, yes. Yeah. But this is the truth. Yeah, man. That's awesome.
1: That's great. Nothing like the word, nothing like prayer, and nothing like. Friends who can remind you of what the word says and pray together with you and then listen to Danny Gokey music for hope.
0: I mean, nailed it. I mean, what else is there to say?
1: Hi, I'm Kirk Cameron. Thanks for listening to this episode of Takeaways. If you love the conversations that we're having, please follow or subscribe to this podcast to never miss any of this great content. And please consider leaving a positive rating and a review to help others like you discover this show.